Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. If there's anyone who knows that adopting children is expensive, it's Chelsea Haley. She's a teacher in Louisiana. And a few years ago, one of her students made a strange request. Can I please live with you? He'd lost his parents. He had no family, nowhere to go. Chelsea said yes. She used up all her savings, credit cards and court fees, left her $50,000 in debt. But she adopted Jerome and his little brother, Jace. Being their mom is the greatest blessing in the world, she says, and it was worth any amount to make sure they were taken care of. Three years later, she's debt-free now and preparing Jerome for college. It's a heartwarming story of opening your home, even at great personal cost. Christians know this firsthand, Christ speaking. I'm preparing a place for you. The cost? The very life of our Lord. He gave us the world, all at his own expense. What love. I'm Charles Morris, and we're starting a new series today called When the Time Had Fully Come. One of the things I miss about having my children at home, especially when they were young, was the anticipation. Christmas time brought with it the excitement. Is it here yet? Is it Christmas? They asked every morning, and every morning Janet and I would say, not yet, but it's coming soon. And then December 25th finally came, and our kids knew it the time had fully come. That's what the birth of Christ was like. But instead of anxiously waiting for 25 days, the people of God were waiting for hundreds of years, so long that many of them had even stopped asking the question. They thought the Lord had forgotten them. But then one night, in a small stable outside Bethlehem, Christ was born. The time had fully come. The Lord had arrived to rescue his people. That's what we called our series this week, When the Time Had Fully Come. Because that's what Christmas is. Christmas is the Lord keeping his appointments, not delaying on his promises, but fulfilling them perfectly. Just think about how often the Bible tells us about that time. In a moment, we're going to look at a passage of Scripture in Galatians 4, where our title comes from this week. And we'll also hear from a pastor in California who's originally from Scotland, sharing with us the challenges of ministering the gospel for a COVID Christmas. But he also offers hope for all of us who might be feeling distant from the Lord this season. Then after the program, I want to invite you to help support our ministry at Haven today. We've heard from so many this year and how the Lord has used this radio program or our printed Anchor Devotional or our other ministries to help keep eyes on Jesus in the midst of the storm of 2020. So if we've been a blessing to you, would you be a blessing to us and give us a Christmas gift? And as a thanks for your support, I'd like to send you Phil Vischer's new Laugh and Grow Bible for Kids, The Gospel in 52 five-minute Bible stories. I asked Phil to describe his book, and here's what he told me. So the Laugh and Grow Bible for Kids is a way to take your kids all the way through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in 52 stories, not just giving them the highlights of the Bible, like snapshots from the Bible, but actually giving them the storyline of the entire Bible, the story of how the world has gone wrong, how things have broken, and how God is on the move to put things back together to make things right again. Uh, it divides it up into 52 stories that you can spend one story a week or one story a night with your kids and bring the Bible 
Bible to Life, give them all the connective tissue between these stories so they can actually see the mega story that tells us why the world is the way it is, what God is doing about it, and what role we're invited to play in that rescue mission. And that's what kids need to make their faith their own. Phil Vischer, who founded Veggie Tales, describing his Laugh and Grow Bible, call us after the program. Make your Christmas gift to Haven Today and ask for this new book. The number to call is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website, take a look at some of the sample pages from this new Bible, and then make your gift there at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you wanted to, but just haven't yet, we still have the double CD of Handel's Messiah, recorded to help you hear the lyrics that come straight from the Bible. You need to hear this musical masterpiece this Christmas season. Ask about it when you call or listen to samples online at our website. And now let's get the program started. Shannon Wexelberg from Colorado. Come, thou long-expected Jesus. Strength and consolation. 
This is Haven Today, when the time had fully come. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me and taking a few minutes out of your day to worship the Lord. And we opened with Shannon Wexelberg. Come, thou long-expected Jesus. Before we dive into Galatians 4 and the fullness of time, I want to meet up with a pastor from a church not too far away from our studios in Southern California. A couple of our team members are members at your church. I'm so thankful that we could have you on the line with us for the very first time, Reverend Robert Elliott. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's a privilege to be on air and to uh, speak to some of your listeners out there in the far corners of the United States. And we'll just get that aside. You're not originally from California, but everybody realized <laughs> that as you started speaking. So, Robert It's been a trying year, and it's even getting more trying right now. You happen to be in an area that even this week, the governor may be issuing a stay-at-home order. How has COVID affected you personally and your ministry this year? Well, I think I'm not the only pastor that would say it's been a a very difficult time, uh, confusing, and at times, you know, you become very aware that we've never experienced anything like this before. There's not, there's not been anybody in our lifetime that can sit us pastors down and say to us, well, this is what you do when a pandemic hits the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly when we were at seminary, there was never a class for us on, you know, pastoring a church in the midst of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much a case of every day. We're just crying out to the Lord for wisdom. The situation keeps changing and developing. The medical advice changes. The politicians, their ideas keep changing. And then, of course, within the church, we've got every kind of view on how the church should be responding. And to be perfectly honest, we're, I think as pastors, we feel like Jeremiah. We just cry out and say, Lord, I'm but a child. Uh, In other words, we need wisdom. Mm. We've never been down this path before. Mm. Well, Robert, with that as a basis, let me ask you what I really wanted to ask you. This is a Christmas like no other. You just said that to us. Yeah. How do we find more of Christ? How do we find more grace? How does the Christmas message Take root more in all of us this Christmas, and I want you to preach to me right now. Yeah. Well, one of the great challenges that all of us have is that 
we have what we call the means of grace. That would be the preaching of the word, the fellowship of the saints, the access to the Lord's table. These are means that God uses in order to uh, strengthen us and develop us in the, the experience of his grace. And one of the challenges is many, and I'm sure even some of your listeners, they're feeling a bit depleted, a bit frustrated, maybe at times even falling into a little bit of anger and bitterness as they realize that they're not having the free access to the means of grace that God has appointed for his people. And that is a super challenge. So how do we go from not having that access to experiencing the grace of God that we need? I think we feel we need it more than ever. Not that we do need it more than ever. We always need it. Absolutely. Mm. But we're more conscious of that need, perhaps more than ever. And in many people's cases, it's going to be taking up the private means of grace is so vital. In other words, if you can't hear the word of God in person, make sure you're reading the word of God. And the, 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 the one who came as the living word is revealed in the written word. And I would urge your listeners to get deep into the, the, the written word that there they might find the living word the Lord Jesus Christ. And in particular, while it's it's great to read through the Bible, you know, I mean, we, we promote that, we advocate that, but is this maybe a time when people maybe need to say, I need to just maybe focus on the Gospels and read the narrative and read the words of my Lord Jesus because I need to be very aware of, of his presence, of his grace, of his, the revelation of him in the scriptures. Now, I'm not, of course, saying we don't read other parts of the Bible, but is this Christmas maybe a time to say, I need to meet with Jesus. I need to focus on his person and his, his beautiful deeds as he came and loved people and to be reminded that that's how he still loves his people. That's how he still reveals himself. And he does that through his word. So I think when the public means of grace are difficult for many to fully embrace, I would urge folks to make sure they're deep in the private means of grace. Don't think that God's just going to speak to you by whispering in your ear. He'll speak to you. He'll reveal himself to you as you go to where he has revealed himself, namely his precious word. Mm. Robert Elliott, may I suggest you preach that message and just expand it a little bit next Sunday at your church. But uh, thank you so much for joining us and and sharing with us uh, from your perspective as a pastor in California. Well, thank you very much, Charles. An absolute privilege to be with you and to have this opportunity. Thank you. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and Pastor Robert Elliott will be back with us in a moment to lead us in prayer. But let's turn our eyes now to Galatians chapter 4. Jesus was born during the time of King Herod. And that rascal Herod, when he learned of Christ's birth, asked the Magi the exact time the star appeared to them. And then, in an act of sheer hatred and brutality, yet every child under two years old put to death in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. While Joseph and Mary were in Bethlehem for the census, the time came for Mary to give birth. Jesus began his earthly ministry with one sentence, 
The time has come. Well, think about that for a minute, this time coming. The coming of Christ was no accident. But we named our series this week after a passage in Scripture. The Apostle Paul was no stranger to the Lord's peculiar timing. He was radically saved from his sin while on his way to Damascus to kill Christians. Paul knew a thing or two about the Lord's timing. And as he reflected back on Christ and all that Jesus has done for us, writing about it in Galatians 4, he had to conclude the same way. Listen to these verses from Galatians 4, starting at verse 4. But when the time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, the Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. When we think of Christmas, we think of the birth of Christ. We think of the nativity scene, and there was that baby Jesus, meek and mild in the arms of his mother. That's not what Paul thought about, though. Paul thought about the Lord's timing. It happened when the time had come for it to happen. He thought about why Christ was born, to redeem those under the law not to enslave us to another set of laws, not to bring us once again into a system of sacrifices and rituals to atone for our sins. Christ redeemed those under the law so that we can be adopted into the Lord's family. That's what Paul was thinking about, and it all began with the time. For Paul and for us, our salvation hangs on the Lord fulfilling his promises, keeping his word, showing up when the time came. What does the time had fully come really mean for us today? Well, here are three brief realities for us to cling to this Christmas season. Because the time had fully come, we can know that our salvation is accomplished. Nowhere in the Bible does the Lord expect his people to work for their own salvation. Everywhere in Scripture, it's the Lord who saves. Salvation is of the Lord. The time had fully come. God sent his Son into the world to save us. He kept his promise. This Christmas season, don't get caught up in thinking you still need to save yourself. The time has come. The Lord has spoken. Christ has done it. Another second reality, the Lord is in control. There's no other way to understand what the Apostle Paul said, is there? He said when the time had fully come, God sent his Son. But what about the years of waiting? What about all of the things that were taking place right when Christ came? It was the perfect time because the Lord had orchestrated everything. That means he's in control of your life, too. And we can trust in him right now to protect and care for us. The time has fully come, and we can rejoice in him. And that leads me to the final and third reality for us to grab hold of this season. Because the time had fully come, we can spend this year, this season, focusing on Jesus, not waiting for another Savior. Especially this year, we've been tempted to cast our eyes to other Redeemers, whether they're politicians or religious leaders, but the time has not fully come for them. It has fully come for Christ, and only Christ. He's the one true Savior. 
And this Christmas time, we reflect on Jesus and we keep him at the center. Our hope is built on Christ alone, who came at just the right time to save you and to save me from a world of sin and a world of darkness. We had him on earlier in the program, Pastor Robert Elliott, who is, of course, Scottish from his accent. He's not a native Californian, but that's where the Lord has called him to be a pastor in Riverside. Robert is still with us. Robert, we're heading into Christmas. Would you please lead us in prayer? Yes, I'd be happy to. Let's pray together. Our gracious God, we do thank you that you have given us your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You have held back no good gift. In fact, you have given us the treasure of heaven, the one who from eternity past has dwelt with the Father and the Spirit, came into this world and lived amongst men so that he might die in our place instead. Our gracious God, you have given us truly the apple of your eye and we ask that you would help us to love him, to know him, And even at this Christmas time, as we think of his incarnation, may the reality of your love, your goodness, your sustaining grace, your faithfulness, grip us, thrill us, and motivate us to serve you, no matter what the days ahead hold. We ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. The Cambridge Singers, led by John Rutter, Good Christian Men Rejoice, from his album Christmas Star, Carols for the Christmas Season, here on A Haven Today in a program called When the Time Had Fully Come. When you think about Israel yearning to know the time when the Messiah would finally make it, it can kind of make you anxious. They could look back and see the hand of the Lord at work in their lives and in the lives of their people. And then he believed in his promises shared by the prophets of old. But just how God would do it, they often wondered. I have to say, it makes me so thankful that we live in the time when we do now. 
we can look back and we can see God's plan of redemption rolled out for us from Genesis to Revelation, and we know the name of the Messiah, Jesus. And I think that's what I like most about Phil Vischer's new Laugh and Grow Bible, 52 stories coming straight out of God's Word. It'll help you, it'll help children around you to see the bird's-eye view of God's rescue plan. It's designed as a weekly devotion for a family. It also works for an individual. But some kids pick it up and start reading it from cover to cover in just a couple of weeks. But however you or those around you read it and use it, it will help everyone better understand God's Word and His love for them. You just need to call us right now. Would you make your generous gift to Haven today? But ask for Phil Vischer's Laugh and Grow Bible. Our number to call, we're standing by, is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website. Take a look at some of the sampled pages from the Bible. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I really think this will make a wonderful Christmas present for children and families in your life. And a short reminder, we still have the double CD of Handel's Messiah. You need this musical masterpiece this Christmas. With words straight from the Bible, it tells the story musically of Jesus from beginning to end in a most stirring way. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for starting your week with me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together Christmas and the great story That's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Things that should pop out to you sort of blend in when you know a story well. Take the Magi in the Christmas story. Have you ever stopped to wonder who they really were, why they came, why their story was even included in the account of Jesus' birth? Well, why they came is right there in the Gospel of Matthew. It says when they arrived, they asked King Herod, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Now, if that doesn't take you aback, it should. The Magi were not Jews. They remind us that Jesus was born not only King of the Jews, but as the rightful King of all people. Grow in your daily walk. Visit GetAnchor.com.